from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. Happy Monday here on the G and Ursula Show. And also today is the celebration of the life of Dr. Martin Luther King. We appreciate you being with us. Good morning to you, Chef. He's with us today. Good morning, y'all. Good morning to you, Brother Nick. Good morning. And oh, everybody's looking for Ursula. Listen, the welcome back party happens tomorrow, 9 a.m. Ursula is back on the show. So, any questions that you got for Ursula? Yeah, you just get ready to ask them tomorrow. Because tomorrow, tomorrow, I don't want to sing, but tomorrow, all your, you know. You don't want me to sing, Chef. Don't do that. No, please. Okay. All right. Um, Coming up in Agree to Disagree that we're getting ready to do next, I'm going to warn you. I'm already flip-flopping and changing my mind on a topic that we discussed last week. When Chef brings it up, you'll remember. Let's get to it. Agree to Disagree, brought to you by Guardian Roofing and Gutters. One of these days, we just got to take off the gloves, just really go at it. Six Alaska Airlines passengers who nearly got sucked out of the plane on Flight 1282 have filed a potential class action lawsuit against Boeing, seeking damages for injuries and other harms. Uh, quick note, they are not suing the airline, just Boeing itself. And gee, there are 165 other passengers on that flight. If the lawyer's office calls you and says, would you like to put your name on this lawsuit? No cost to you. Could potentially get a settlement. You putting your name down? I have only put my name down only if I was impacted by it. Chef, when you weren't here the other day, um, I can't believe how selfish I was. Mm. I can't believe that I actually talked about this topic and I actually came out with the take that everybody is just so happy this, these days. I still stand on that. I still believe that people are so happy these days and they try to bring a lawsuit on anything. Oh, stub my toe, lawsuit. You know what I mean? Oh, I feel a certain way, lawsuit, all kinds of stuff. While I do believe that, the story right here, when you start talking about these passengers up in the air and the door opens in that way, yeah. sucked out in that situation, I can imagine the trauma that you were feeling at that time. I, I don't know what that's like, but I've been robbed at gunpoint before. That was probably the time that I'd say, like, oof, that's pretty rough. You don't want that feeling. Same way with the airplane. I don't think that you want that feeling. You see that happening. You're thinking, this is it. The fact that a lot of passengers had to deal with that and the fact that Alaska Airlines provided each passenger $1,500 as a gesture of care lets me know, oh, they knew it was a problem. And so for this, I understand a lawsuit, one. And two, I also understand if you were to get a phone call asking you to be a part of it, but you say, hey, you know what? It was behind me. I wasn't impacted by it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, but no thanks. I would understand that. My, my question for you would be, uh, would money after you were held up at gunpoint, would money have solved the trauma that you faced from that? No. No? No. I mean, look, I, everyone, I think all of us, right, have had some type of trauma. That has happened in our lives, right? Yeah. Um, Will money make things a little better in other parts of your life? Probably so. Will money make that specific trauma be better? Nah, you need need some help. 
See, I, I'm split on this because, like, I was reading about the guy whose phone got sucked out, right, and was was found still working even after falling 16,000 feet. Yeah. Like, he got his shoe in his sock, like, sucked off his foot. Mm-hmm. Think of the force that's required for you to be sitting in a chair and all of a sudden, whoop, yeah. your shoe's gone. You, you literally think that you're going to die. Yeah. I don't know what I would do, but I think I would feel, I would feel like, pretty silly both signing on to it mm. and i'd also feel like a sucker not signing on to it well let me because like how many how many chances do you ever have in your life where it's like hey something happened to you it was awful but here's a chance that you know maybe a down payment on a house right how can you look at that and say now nah, i'm good it was traumatic and the money's not going to fix it but again this is a multi-billion dollar corporation, yeah. and this is my shot at, you know, something for my family. How could you say no? Exactly. A lot of people, before we move on, a lot of you all are texting. Julie B., I see some of you texting in. You, you guys are right. Absolutely. Money will help cover the cost of the help that you would need to get through that trauma. No question about it. But before we move on, and before, I want to ask you this, Chef, and everyone listening yeah. right now. How many times was that warning light come on? Was it like three, three times? Three yeah. times? That Still warning, don't know if it was connected. You, don't know. Don't yeah. know. But there is some negligence that yeah. happened to put them in that situation. There is real trauma amongst people on that plane. I believe both things are true. And I believe also that someone should have to pay for those things. The negligence and the trauma associated with that negligence at that time. So, Can I pitch you on something real quick? Because I I stumbled across this the other day. Uh, Other countries do this differently, Uh obviously. Um, We've heard many times that we live in a litigious society. Uh This kind of stuff does not happen generally in New Zealand. They have a national accidental insurance corporation that's run by the government. So if I run into your car, G, and your neck starts hurting, you file a claim with the national corporation I never have to talk to a lawyer. If I slip and fall inside the Safeway and I need to get my knee replaced or whatever, the national corporation pays for that. I don't go after Safeway. Okay. And what it does is it completely removes the whole thing about, oh, something bad happened to me. The only way that I can recoup money is by going after someone else personally or this corporation for their cash. I like the fact that, hey, you just know you're going to be covered, but right now it's like everybody's rushing out. Oh, this is my paycheck. I slipped on the stairs. Somebody hit my car. I'm going to get 10 grand. And I think it's a huge problem in our society. Can can I I ask you all, everyone listening, I want to ask this. Is there any of you that when you do things in life, when nobody's looking, I'm not talking about when everybody's looking. I'm talking about when nobody is looking. Is there ever a part of you that's like, I want to do the right thing because I want good karma going forward? And I, I, I just, I'm, I'm probably sound a little sappy right now, but I really believe in that. Like, for real. I can tell you, Chef, that if I were on that plane, if I were impacted, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I've never been in that situation. But if I would sign on to a lawsuit, I don't know. I guess maybe if my kids were there, but if it was just me by myself and everything, I'm I'm probably going to subscribe to, hey, man, I'm good. 
I'm grateful to still be here. I got my fingers and toes. I got my health still. I'm good. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm going to go subscribe to Good Karma. What do you got? Can you actually be friends with your ex? The the reason I ask is two coaching-related stories. So Uh uh, we know that Pete Carroll is out with the Seahawks as coach. Yeah. But he's still going to be around as a special advisor, role to be determined. Uh, Down in Alabama, they've hired Kalen DeBoer, former UW coach, to be their new head coach. But their legendary leader for many, many years, Nick Saban, tells ESPN that he plans to still be present and have an office at the football facility to provide assistance to his successor in any way that he can. Gee, it's like they're, they're keeping the X's around the facility. Do you think this is a good idea? Well, can I answer the first part first sure. about real X situations? Yes. Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> because how y'all break up and now you're good friends, right? Like, like hmm, what, 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 how come you? No, just kidding. I do think that you can. Number one, in real relationships, I do exes. I do think that exes can be friends. Maybe that I should have grown up a lot of bit to be to that point, but I was so immature. I haven't been to that point. That's number one. Number two, when it comes to the ex in the corporate world, I think there's a lot of corporate speak when we talk about someone making an exit. I remember at Ohio State, uh, Urban Meyer was not going to be the coach anymore. Ryan Day was going to be the coach. He's still the coach right now. And it was, oh, don't you worry, though. Urban Meyer will still be around. And and in the case right now of Pete Carroll, we all know Pete Carroll is not going to be the coach. And, oh, don't you guys worry. Pete Carroll will still be a consultant. And and, uh, University of Washington, oh, don't you worry. Chris Peterson is still going to be around. I think a lot of times that corporate speak is just for the people on the outside. I think it just sounds good for us. But in reality, when that happens, let's be real. We you gotta, you you have to address the elephant in the room. You're trying to do things and move on and then you and you have a legend that's right there. So you're going to have Nick Saban still in the building with an office right there while Kalen DeBoer is trying to get and build his philosophy, his culture, his system. And meanwhile, people are looking at Kalen DeBoer saying, "Hey, you know that guy down down in the other office, he wouldn't do it this way, right? Yeah, right? Same thing about the new coach that will come here as a Seahawk and be the new head coach for the Seahawks. I mean, Pete's still hanging around. I mean, come on, right? Does Pete have an office right there? So, you know, so I just think that it sounds good, but it's harder for it. it to, this for is to insulting. Honestly, I was embarrassed for Pete when they came out and said, "Oh, he's going to be a special advisor to the Seahawks." Like. What do they do? They say, you know what, Pete, to soften this blow, we're going to give you a check for $100,000 every single year, and we're going to have you fill this position of special assistant. What are your duties? Your duties are none, except don't talk bad about the Seahawks organization. But seriously, this is like breaking up with someone and saying, but don't worry, we can still be friends. Look, they don't want to be friends with you, right? And to offer Pete like a paycheck, I don't know if he's getting paid, first of all. But to say, Pete Carroll, you're going to be our special assistant, that's an insult. Yeah. That is absolutely an insult, and I think it's embarrassing. And I cannot believe the Seahawks did that. Well, maybe maybe it's the same thing in the real world when it comes to breakups and everything. When the person says to the other, you know what, just not a good time to have a relationship, but we can still be friends, and then you never talk to them again. Sounds good.
Sounds familiar. <laughs> Gee, I, I got to ask you uh, uh, okay. some auction etiquette question. Oh, okay. I am sure that within the next year or two, Gabby yeah. will finally drag me uh, to at least the school auction or something similar. And, and I saw an advice column over the weekend. I, I don't remember if it was Ask Carolyn or whatever, but the essence of it was uh, there was a woman who, who shows up to an auction, very special auction, with uh, her sister-in-law. And uh, her sister-in-law is actively bidding on this beautiful quilt blanket, just hand stitched it's wonderful yes her sister's bidding against a couple other people puts up maybe six bids yeah and so she says you know what she's got the final bid here i'm gonna push it up just a little bit more raises her paddle makes one final bid expecting her sister-in-law to top her but her sister-in-law does not she wins the blanket she takes it home sister-in-law will not talk to her and the woman wanted to know did I break some sort of etiquette rule? Like, are you allowed to bid against, let's say, your your close friend, your relative? Do you see this in real life? Yes, Where I people do. are trying to top their relative? Yes, I do. And there's people like me as the auctioneer. I encourage this behavior. <laughs> I encourage it. <laughs> Have I seen situation where it can, where ooh, it's it's a little tension going on? I've seen that as well, where the other person's like, I can't believe I was sitting there going for that. But at the end of the day, as an auctioneer, the reason why I don't feel bad is because those two ladies came to that uh, place to raise money. That's the goal. You know when you go to a function and there's going to be a live auction, you know the goal of that event is to raise money. Now, by doing that, there's an item that you wanted, but yet the person you came with outbid you. Well, then good. Because at the end of the day, that outbidding led to raising money for the organization that both of you support. So while it can be a little bit of tension, very rare, but if it happens as an auctioneer, I don't feel bad because, again, the goal has been accomplished. So what you're saying is that money is more important than relationships. <laughs> Just want to be very clear. Money is more important than relationships. No, no, it's not. Now, real quick before you move on. I will say this, where it doesn't, I don't know, I don't know if I know of a situation where like there's been a husband and wife bidding against each other because usually they have credit cards and they're all on one uh, bid cart. Except for the remarried couples. Right. But I do know of situations where they come together and they're all at one table and they're bidding. Like, so for example, let's just say one the guy is sitting in the front, and let's just say there's a gal sitting behind them, right? And the guy that's sitting in the front, he's he's bidding. And I'm, you know, go ahead, and I'm letting him, and we're getting out, what, 25, 25, 50, right? I got a $50, and then I'm asking 75. And when I'm asking 75, somebody behind him is asking for 75. And then I'm asking him 100. He's like, oh, yes, I'll take it at 100. Then 125, 125, the person in the back raises their bid card. They never, they never focus on who the person is. They're focused on me. So they never look behind them. And I'm not going to tell them that the person that's bidding is at their table. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yes. I'm not going to tell and you. And then they got to look over and be like, ah, sorry. Smoked you. I, I know you wanted to go to Aruba. But you're going to be staying home this year. Got it. Sold it. Bang. Bye-bye. And they go to look in the back and they're like, oh, and they throw their big card in the air. Like, I can't believe it. The person that came with me outbid me. Who honestly goes home from the auction unhappy that they lost? Don't you think there's more people who are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I paid that for that. I don't think many people go home that they upset that they lost. No, 
Unless you think uh, there's more auction regret than like auction. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I will not raise my paddle. Eleven thirty, <laughs> man. What are we gonna talk about, brother? That's a good gonna, question. Yeah. What do you, Nick? Eleven thirty, brother. What do you want to talk about today at eleven thirty? Mm. Let's talk about how cold it's been lately and how how what we had to do this week, this last, what we experienced this last weekend. You know what? That's a hot topic because it's still <laughs> cold right now. You guys heard Nick. We talk about that next. Cheaters. everybody thank you for listening to the g and ursula show ursula will be back tomorrow so welcome back party for ursula at 9 a.m chef is here nick is here and nick wanted to talk about how cold it has been well speaking of the cold the four i-405 and i-167 those toll lane cameras they aren't working properly because of the cold weather yes it's cold out there so They're HOV only until it warms up. So that means no tolls will be collected, but only vehicles with multiple passengers are allowed to use them. And so, Nick, it's been so cold out, and you wanted to talk about this, Mm -hmm. but for some reason specifically, it seems like you had something on your mind. Well, yeah, because not only was it cold down where I live, I live in the Kent Covington area in South King County, but there was also really gusty winds that felt like they were going like 40, 50 miles an hour in my neighborhood area. And, uh, my dad, he has friends that he sees in Bellevue. He, you know, he leaves the house every weekend or so, you know, most of the time. And so before he left, he, he shows me the garage and, quote unquote survival equipment that we have. In, in other words, it's a space heater from the 90s that's fueled by propane. And he had, he got that out and then he's like, I want you to make sure you know how to use this in case, you know, the power goes out. So that was really cool seeing that. It's been a while since he popped that one out. And, and then he reminded me of the, the camp stoves we had in the garage too in case the power went out. Luckily, it did not. But, you know, I was keeping my fingers crossed all night because you could feel it inside. And like, there were some things like bustling around the house. You could feel things bumping in the branches so it brought a question to mind for me i was like how how tolerant are you when the power does go out and especially in this kind of weather when it's really cold for me i was thinking like maybe one or two days before i'm thinking i gotta find a friend who's got power or maybe even just checking into a hotel i i with this weekend, I was thinking, I don't know how much I could tolerate the cold when you don't have the heat and you don't have the lights and you're dependent on propane stoves and candlelights. So that mm. that really that came to mind for me. You know what stood out to me and what mm. Nick just said, talking about the weather, is, and I, and I hope that I really land with this one right here, is how Nick's father was concerned about him. Mm-hmm. And before he left, he said, hey— I want to show you the space heaters. I want to show you where everything is. I want to make sure you're okay. And Nick, I'm going to tell you something, man. I know as a son, there's so many things where I used to be so annoyed with my dad. I would be so annoyed. Like, bro, I'm 30 years old. Why are you still asking me about this? Why do you still make me call you when I'm leaving an event? Why are you make you, you always want me to call you to check in and this and that. I just want to make sure you're safe. Man, that 
that feeling right there of parents always wanting to make sure that you're okay is one of the best things in the world. So that's what stood out to me and what you're talking about. Chef, I know it was cold for you. Did you take your kids outside? Tell me about it. Heck yeah. Uh, we got the perfect amount of snow, like three quarters of an inch yeah. on, on a, what was that, like Thursday evening. And so Matthew and I race outside. We spend three hours building a snowman. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's the best time in the oh, world. Oh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What? You had snow? Yeah, we got snow. Like three quarters of an inch of snow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we got enough to, it snowed three quarters of an inch, but it wasn't cold enough yet that it stuck to the roads. Mm -hmm. So it stuck to all the grass. It's, there's still snow there, but there's no ice on the road. So it was perfect for driving, perfect to get out and do the snow with him and spend that kind of time together. Uh, But yeah, the rest of the weekend, it's like, yeah, what are we going to do? Go outside within five minutes. Dad, it's too cold. It's too cold. I need to go back inside. Mm -hmm. Every time I try and walk the dog, she's, she's getting older now. She'll take like the tentative trembly steps outdoors, make it to go pee. And then she's like, nah, I'm done. I'm completely done. I, I gotta be honest though, this this whole weekend I've been feeling terrible because uh I can't I can't experience weather like this without imagining what people living in tents are going through. Mm-hmm. Um I've been snow camping twice and I will never go snow camping again because it is miserable. And that was when I was prepared to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot fathom Spending spending the night outside when it's 19 degrees, right? let alone people in Spokane where it was negative 10, mm-hmm. you know, or Bellingham where they had wind chilled in negative 24. I mean, and I've been wondering, like, what do I do? You know, because the people in my neighborhood that are homeless, they're tucked away. You can't see them. Sure. I don't really know where they are. I know they're there. Right. It's not like Seattle where you've got the guy that lives down, you know, he's been living down by your apartment for ever mm-hmm. that you can go drop off hand warmers and soup and stuff too. Well, I do know this. Uh, it looks like it's going to start warming up this week. And then as a matter of fact, next week it's going to be warming up even more. Uh, we should have Ted Beener, our resident meteorologist yeah. come on to explain to us, is there a possibility that this could be it, right? Could this be it? Cause this be everything that was for the, if you will, quote-unquote, winter time for the year? Mm-hmm. Will we get another one of these? Now, I know February 2nd is Groundhog's Day, where, you know, we figure that whole thing out. But Ted Beener did say that we might have a warmer-than-usual winter. Is this going to be a thing? And do you worry if we don't have another, you know, if we don't have a snow deal or a big cold front that comes in, if we go, if we stay in the 40s, Late 40s, early 50s. Are you okay with that, Chef? It's weird, man. Uh, I mean, if you're a gardener like I am, up and like I literally had tulips coming up last week. Last week on Wednesday, I'm walking around the garden, there's tulips coming out. Um, and it's bizarre. And then all of a sudden, we get a cold snap, a record kind of cold snap. But I think that's what Ted explained to us is generally warmer, but can also be extreme temperatures and we're seeing that around the country right now yeah it just it feels it feels upside down in the winter to me here's my next question before we get out of this are you all changing some of your behavior i bring that up because chef i noticed that especially when i drove in on friday i was like oh wow people decided to stay home um 
I think people take it serious now. I think we've learned our lesson about not believing it. Like, if, if there's any possibility, I think a lot of folks are staying home. Did you change your plans this weekend in preparation of? Did you oh, yeah. do something different? Yeah, I mean, look. Any dad, like Nick's dad, was rooting around in the garage, like, okay, get all the snow gear out for the kids, gotta get the the traction cleats for the shoes so mom and dad don't slip on the ice. Mm -hmm. Heck yeah, we take it seriously now. Mm -hmm. Go buy out all the bananas at Fred Meyer. Yeah. For some reason, we need those in snow emergencies. Um, Chef, before we leave out of this topic, I need to ask you something, and I want to go back to something you said. I was going to let it go, but I can't. What in the world is snow camping? Is that what you said? Snow camping, yeah. What is that? It's where uh, you, it's like, you have to be kind of a masochist. It's basically like torturing yourself outdoor in the snow in a tent. And you wake up in the morning and it's 32 degrees inside your tent. Okay, what's the purpose of that? What, what, like, what, what is the point? It's beautiful. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. What's beautiful about it? Give me something. Give me, give me one thing that's beautiful about sleeping in the snow. You ever, um, you ever woken up freezing cold, zipped open your tent, and seen what looked like a million crystals covering every surface around you with just snow sparkling in the sunrise? It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous and very painful if you don't have the right gear, which I never have. Waking, You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Because I, I, because I, right now, Chef, I'm really trying to hold back from saying something uh, really, like, very sarcastic. I'm trying to be serious. No, and, go and be sarcastic. And, no, I don't want to be, no, I want to be serious. Like, crystals, beauty. Yes. It's cold. Like, yeah. I mean, can't you just go out there for a couple hours, get sip in the a tent, cup of coffee. Yep. sip some coffee, look at things, oh, wow, take a picture for the gram, and then go inside? Like, you guys really have to stand out there and sleep out there and be able to tell everybody, technically, I've gone snow camping? Some of y'all blow my mind, man. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to be understanding. But, Nick, I don't get it, brother. I've tried winter camping in my past before. It's a it's a one and done of kind of thing for me. Of course you tried it. <laughs> Emphasis on the try. When you was out there, did you meet anybody named Tyrone? Mm, didn't see anyone, no. Okay. Coming up next, your text messages, feedback, and then we'll have words to live by. It's Gene Ursula. It's the Gene Ursula Show. Good morning, everybody. Really appreciate you guys hanging out with us. I, I just want to say something. Um, Chef a second ago told me that he had snow, and I said, oh, wow, you had snow. And then our good friend Sherry in Lake Stevens texted us a picture of the snow that was in Lake Stevens. I I had no clue. Like, did I miss something? You got nothing? You got no snow? Nothing. Wow. Nothing. But but the, but the thing is, is these pictures that I'm seeing, I didn't even see these pictures. Like in, I didn't even yeah, see, not on the news. Did they, did they cover this stuff? Wow. So Nick, did you get snow? Just like a hint, like a pinch of salt, maybe, barely. It's yeah. more windy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get to the text messages. MLK, Dr. King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day is today. 
Ernie and Ken says, let's remember, G, that although we have had progress, let us not forget that all that progress had to be fought for. Nothing was given or offered to the black people of this country. I hate to think that, that had they not done what they did, where would black people be today? On new fees for food deliveries in Seattle, Marian Muckleteo says all those conveniences that people have become so used to now are why, part of why so many people have no savings and complain so much about the cost of living. When everything now, why do have so many people have huge credit card debts and yet have to have their fancy coffee delivered food, go to big sports venues and concerts? You can't just have everything. 253 says, I work for a domestic violence program and Instacart has been a game changer when trying to get food, necessities and babysitting supplies to a victim staying in a motel. Ooh, good stuff. Good point. Kalen DeBoer leaving UW for Alabama. JD in Puyallup says he packed 12, the Huskies. Traders don't matter. Go Cougs. <laughs> All right. I, by the way, if you're a Coug fan, can I ask you how you're feeling about the news that has happened with the Huskies? Do you feel bad? Or are you kind of laughing. Just curious. Brian in the 360 says, not upset with him at all. In fact, here in Cougar Nation, we think it's hilarious. Oh, well, that just answered my question. (laughs) And Brant says, money is ruining sports at all levels. We need to stop worshiping sports and concentrate on academics and other positive endeavors. Football is just football. Nothing but greed. You know, I want to say to Brant, I would argue with that maybe five years ago. Today's version of me, I agree 100% with you, Brand. Mike Salk says, UW isn't one of the best universities in the country. Mike in Portland says, UW is better than UNC. It's third public school behind Berkeley and Michigan. I think I offended Salk with that. On yeah, that uh, changing weird. your partner's eating habits, Jane <laughs> Buolup says, my wife has been on a weight loss diet for several months and also does the grocery shopping. I was already a naturally skinny dude, and I've lost like 15 pounds by proxy without trying to diet at all. I'm sure she loves that, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin in Black Diamond says, in our house, we had the keto phase. That was really hard to do. No matter how many things you try, you cannot make pizza crust out of cauliflower or tuna. <laughs> On <laughs> uh, Lillian's banana bread, uh, gee, that fried in butter and sauce thing sounds amazing. <laughs> you have to provide the recipe. Mm, we, five, need, we need another sauce. Yeah. Follow up. 253 says fried banana bread. Genius. Uh, Marion Queen Anne recommends frying the banana bread, sped it, spreading with peanut butter, and topping with bacon. Life changing. <laughs> That's like G's love languages. <laughs> like all three of them bacon, peanut butter, and banana bread. Yeah. Uh, G didn't want to go to the Drew Hill concert at the Emerald Queen Casino. But he ended up having an amazing time. 425 says, I like G's story about the concert. It illustrates how sometimes we dread something that turns out to be pretty good if you approach it with a good attitude. Your attitude is everything. All right. Uh, let's see. On scenarios, my friend of 10 years never brings anything over. Isabella says, invite her and enjoy her company and give your generosity or don't invite her. Oh. But don't invite her knowing she's not going to bring anything and then be mad. This is on you. It is now time for Words to Live By, brought to you by Wilcox Farms. And who else today but the great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., suggested by a listener who said... I want to suggest some of the things that should begin your life's blueprint. Number one should be a deep belief in your own dignity, your worth, and your own somebodiness. 
Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth and always feel that your life has ultimate significance. Oh, wait. That's good stuff, chef. Good stuff. Brother Nick, well, shivers around the nation have been heard with air so frigid. While our locals felt the cold harder than most, they just admitted. Because besides the weather pushing back, we had some quick departures from Pete off the hook for coaching to new Husky coaching offers. So embrace the bitter frosty air the Northwest winds are dealing. It might be a day or two before we thaw out all our feelings. But a brighter thought in mind you can look forward to real soon. We'll have Ursula Wright back with us starting tomorrow from 9 to noon. Till we meet again. There it is. Good stuff. Ursula will join us tomorrow. She's back. It's going to be good to have her back. She's been gone for longer than a month. And, you know, as we all know, I'll let her tell it. She'll be telling some of those reasons as to why she was gone. But uh, it'll be good to have Ursula back, one. And I'm sure it'll be good for Ursula to be back just for herself. Number two, uh, it's been a good show today, and here's a challenge for all of you. I could sit here and post some quotes and give you some Dr. King quotes. Here's a challenge for you. If you have an opportunity, why don't you find just one thing that you didn't know about Dr. King? Just one thing. That's your homework assignment. You can share it or you can keep it, but it's just something to do. There's that. Chef, appreciate you, brother. Thank you for doing the show with me. Nick, always appreciate you. Uh, the Jack and Spike Show might be coming up next. It is the G and Ursa Show. We appreciate you for listening. Love you for that. And as always, be kind. Hope you have as much fun as we have. So long, everybody. Yeah.